Welcome to the Russell and Nick podcast. This is Russell. We are back live. Effect. Got my boy Nick here. Nick, say what's up. Yay, yay. <laughs> that's how that's how we start this off, huh? I mean, it's it's good time to be alive, man. Uh, well, I feel like you're crip walking right now, throwing your dubs up. I am. Da, 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 da. Hey, I'm done. Man, yeah, man. Um, I don't even know what to do with that, so I'm just going to go ahead and transition into uh, what we normally wanted to talk about. So tell me, man, uh, what's been going on? Anything new with you? What's good? Man, just, you know, living a dream, living a dream, trying to knock out these baseball stadiums. You heard me? No, nah, just uh, <laughs> enjoy <laughs> Do people still say you heard me? Is that still cool? No, I I think it's just you. Oh. You got to be the only one. Well, I mean, I could try to bring it back. They bring a fanny packs back. So, I will – this segment, I would say you heard me at least five times. No. The only thing that's been brought back is sexy, and that's because JT said it. Man, I don't know. You heard me. But, uh, (laughs) no, just – we're not doing this. <laughs> um, no, nah, just chilling. Real excited about my LA trip next week. Um, a little nerd in me get to go to a little gaming convention. So, gonna have a good time out there. So, what about yourself, man? Anything new? Anything going on? Uh, started football practice this week. So excited about that. Ready to get this season going. I think the his I coach football or whatever. Uh, what position? With, uh, running backs. So, so I'm with the freshman team. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you, but yeah, I coach the running back with the freshman team. But the cool part about it is, you know, I do a lot with the varsity stuff on Friday nights, like helping them with things that, you know, trying to freeze them up to actually worry about the game. So we'll set up the cameras, we'll keep the stats, we'll do stuff like that uh, on Friday nights. But Monday nights are also a game night for me. But I think the cool part about it is that I'm getting kids that are coming in and have never stepped on Oakland's campus before. Um, Your high school is a campus? <laughs> what? Bro, we're not doing this. Bro, um, your high school, you called your high school a campus. Shut up. So they Jesus stepped Christ. Up, you know what I'm saying? They've never stepped on campus before, and they're getting used to football campus. or getting used to high school football. So it's just cool just seeing and molding them and kind of building that relationship. Like, it's a blank slate. Whereas with varsity, they're kind of in the groove. They know what the expectations are. You're perfecting. With us, it's literally some of these kids, I mean, it's very basic. Like, step like this, put your hand here, hand plays and stuff like that. So, it's cool getting the, getting that process started. So, we should see y'all on QB1 or something uh, pretty soon. Uh, we've got a kid going to the opener. But didn't y'all uh, we just win state? I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. But I figured you didn't want to do a humble brag on yourself. So, I mean, I, you I know. A little light work, little uh, little ring that take up. It was a nice ring though, <laughs> for real. You, you heard know, me. Little light, so we, you know, we won't we won't smoke with everybody, but you know, we just we gonna keep it cool and just do what we do. Didn't y'all hold one team that was like really really good to like seven points or something? Hey man, come on man, we shut out the last two teams we played in the semifinals. <laughs> I figured State, you remember that. Come on man, come on man. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, man. So a lot to talk about this week. So, first of all, I want to start off somewhere very, very, very important, man. Let's go. A-O-V. The man, the myth, the legend, my boy, Hove, is a bitch. Hove did that. (laughs) Hopefully, I do want to go through that. (laughs) Jesus. So, you know, I'm going to run down his, uh, his assets, if you will, how they broke this billion down. So... He's got fifty million in real estate, right? Sheesh. Seventy million in just art. And this is the part that kind of sticks out to me. His music catalog. So arguably the best rapper ever. Or at least in the conversation for most people. Most people will have Jay-Z in the best rapper ever conversation if he's not the number one to them. Okay. His music catalog is worth $75 million. Now, I'll come back to that. But that really stuck out to me. Uh, Rock Nation is worth seventy-five million. Titles, a hundred million. Do say is a hundred mil. He's got two hundred twenty million dollars in cash and investments, including seventy million in Uber. And then he's got um, three hundred 
310 million. I think he's the majority owner of uh, Ace of Spades. So I did not. Yeah, yeah, he's been with Ace of Spades longer than than he's been with Duce. But so tell me this: what you anything about that stand out to you? What are your thoughts? First of all, it's amazing uh, to be a billionaire. That's that's crazy, but it does inspire me to know that no matter what I look like, as long as I have money. I can bag anybody I want to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on now. It it doesn't matter. Like Jay Z, Jay Z is winning that life. Like he went natural, and he got him a nice female, and he's he a billionaire. No, you're not gonna say my favorite rapper in the world went natural. That's what we're not doing. Bro, have you seen the term? No, he he's more than his hair. Um, <laughs> So that's yeah. I didn't expect for you to go there, so I don't. I don't. You don't know how to fall. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Jesus is bigger. No, so I know. Now I'm back on track. So what I wanted to say about that is what's surprising. I mean, we all have known that he's not a businessman. He's a business man. His investments and all of that is not surprising. What is surprising that, and I'm going to use the word only but that his music catalog is only worth $75 million. I mean, if Jay-Z's music catalog is only worth $75 million. Imagine what, what other people's catalog is worth. I mean, what rappers would be worth more in, in history? I mean, maybe Pac and Biggie because of their deaths. I mean, maybe Drake currently. Yeah. And who else? Chingy, possibly. All right. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> that's enough on the Jay-Z topic, clearly. Uh, you didn't want to talk about that. Well, next time, just in the pre-production meeting, which is, you know, just a text message. But I told you I had some interesting facts about it. <laughs> oh, real quick. Give me five of our friends you could beat up. Every last single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would debate every single friend I have. And if you don't think so, text me. We can meet up. So, what about Jermail? Easy. No, I would say Jermail is easy because he knows Nijitsu or some stuff that the Army taught him. So, oh, he knows pressure points and stuff. Uh, I've seen him in his videos on the speed bag, on the heavy bag. Yeah, uh, like, him and Michael B were, were, were like cousins or something. Like, I felt like he knew him somehow, so and then he went through his little creed phase. So you said no. Michael B, and I'm assuming you're talking about Jordan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not John B's cousin. Now Tremel, I think Tremel, man, he, he's strong for his size. So, but I mean, he can still get this work for his size. <laughs> what, what about Jason? You can beat up Jason. He, he top heavy. So I, I, all I gotta do is lean. He gonna fall over. I'm gonna kick him. What about heights? Uh, I probably just probably I would have to. I wouldn't fight heights fair. Being that he got a longer reach, and he's the type that he doesn't win the fight unless the person is not moving. So I would have to take like a, a barbell or a Kamehameha wave or a spirit bomb or something for heights. That's... <laughs> All right, I'm tired of this conversation, man. What about you? What about you? What uh, who are your your friend list? Could you could you you know give the the baby hands to? Oh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, uh, I really feel like I could beat up just about everybody in the world. Um, I, <laughs> I would start world? off. I mean, let's just go on and call a spade a spade. Like you don't want these problems. Um, Bro. You remember what it was like back in college. And it's still like that. So it's not like we got the fighting. <laughs> I, I was gonna knock you out at the flag football field. Knock me out at the flag oh, football, bro. You were scared, bro. You, you saw what I was gonna do when we were playing intramural football with that one dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you call? You called out his name. <laughs> that was so disrespectful. <laughs> hey man, sometimes you got to meet respect with disrespect. Don't but I think it was, makes sense. I don't know what it was because first of all, he was twice your size. So, and you said if you don't stop, at, he was like, "Man, quit acting like a female dog." And he just looked at you, <laughs> and put his head down, and I was like, 
That dude crazy. I mean, I still rock him, but he crazy. No, I would beat the brakes off of you. Bro, your reach too short. Reach too short. You're shorter than me. And your arms are shorter than me. What are you talking about right I'm now? I'm looking at you. Bro, I'm stronger. I'm faster. Faster I'm at what? Quicker. Everything. Like thinking. Saying words. Try me. Saying words. See? <laughs> 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 bro, this dude is crazy saying words right you don't even know any combos bro i've seen you now i will say you are one of the people that i would take in the battle with me if i had to fight somebody but like if we just had to square up like if we had to fight for like the last piece of pizza like i would eat the you pizza. would you would go hungry i would beat you up i would eat the pizza and then i would poop in your bathroom <laughs> man you have lost your mind that's the only reason I wanted to have this conversation is just so I could tell you again, after all these years, I could still beat you up. Bro, you done drunk too much polar ice in your lifetime. <laughs> Don't bring shout, up. Out, shout out to Cookville and have to drive an hour just to get some $10 liquor. Bro, no, first of all, first of all, I'm not going to let you disrespect the God, the polar God ice. liquor, polar ice. Polar ice was $20. For the big bottle, and that's what we used to get because we used to put ten a piece on it. <laughs> Man, polar ice was uh, what is our comparison now? Like I polar mean, ice was, it's like our crown, crown XO. Right, you know, polar ice was like a step above taco. So when everybody else was drinking taco, we had that polar ice and had it popping. Like, and we don't don't let us show up with that clear bottle with the black label on it with that polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we used to keep that above the refrigerator like it was just what a, a Oscar or something, man. And then I, then don't, oh, don't let us have gotten our refund checks or just gotten paid. I used to make that drink with the um, the pineapple juice and the uh, who was it? that rum? Like whenever we had a little extra money and all of that. Oh, like, are you talking about the one you used to put in that cooler? Yeah, no, no that was oh, no. <laughs> and that was Omega, uh, Omega yeah, War. No, they were about the one you used the Kool Aid pitcher for, yeah, man. <sighs> Laid out, right? We literally had folks passed out in the <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nick. So, <laughs> enough about that. So, <laughs> let me ask you this what is Nick's favorite movie? Like, you, you know, what I'm saying you at the crib. Long day of work, you just got home, maybe have you a little drink, whatever your vices are. You one movie you can turn on. What is it? Easiest question ever. The Wood. I can watch that. Well, the Wood. Now you're not talking about some weird porno, are you? That's not what you were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the Wood, man. That, that movie, I can quote it. Almost eighty percent from beginning to end. Uh, that movie is hilarious, and it reminds you of some of the stupid stuff you did as a kid. Do you like, have a favorite quote? Favorite? You better nigga Terry Bone. <laughs> I know I look better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody remember, like I remember me and my homies, we would go to the mall in like eighth grade with our pens and paper. And like whoever get the most numbers win. Although I always lost because I was shy. But that's besides the point. And you're ugly. Man, I ought to whoop your You can't. We already discussed this. You can't. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, the wood. Uh, I I actually I watched it like a week ago. Just while I was cleaning up. I had it on and then I stopped cleaning up and ended up watching the movie. So um yeah. Uh what about you? Like what's that one movie that, that that Russ Pimpin puts on whenever he just wants a good laugh or, I don't know, a good cry. I don't know what your cup of tea is. So just before we do that, I just want to make sure I completely understand. Last week, you said you were sitting around watching The Wood. I don't know how. you really enjoyed it. I don't know how. So you really enjoyed The Wood is what you're telling me. I enjoyed watching the movie The Wood. Okay. You really enjoy the wood. Got it. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> oh, now for me, I, it's a toss-up. It depends on what type of mood I'm in. Um, you want to be tossed up. What? 
that was a reach. Come on, man. You're better. You're better than that. <laughs> um, now, so it's either going to be Talladega Nights or it's going to be paid in full. And I lean towards paid in full because um, paid in full to me, even when it's not supposed to, has some humor in it, along with like some serious moments and all that. And the acting's not overly great. Oh, that's not great at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. But that's interesting because those are kind of two different types of music. I mean, I'm sorry, not music, two different type of movies. So um, does it depend on what mood you're in? Like, Because, I mean, like you said, Pay the Fool could be a comedy, you know, depending on how you look at it. But which one... You just want to laugh. You just want to come home, kick back, and laugh. Which oh, one would I'm you laughing choose? I'm laughing. It's Talladega Nights all day. Because I'm coming to people like a spider monkey. And spider monkey. <laughs> so what's your favorite quote in Talladega Nights? Uh, we, <laughs> we threw all the grandpa chips, worm pillows out of the brick. But with that movie, I mean, it's got so many quotables, but it's just like whole scenes. Like when they're at the dinner table. Or when they uh, he starts talking about making wild animal noises, <laughs> <laughs> that movie is hilarious. I, uh, my favorite is uh, when they went to the hospital to visit him. He thought he was he was uh, he, he couldn't walk anymore, and so he was like, "I wish you have children, sweet beautiful children that, that can't walk." I said, "Don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby?" Don't you wish- and he's like, he's like, and then uh, his teammate was trying to come, and then, no, no, he needs to hear this. <laughs> it's tough love. Oh man! And then for, but also, um, I like, I actually got on to paid in full, like before it kind of blew up. So what happened was, I was over at my uncle's house, and um, he was just watching it, and so he was watching it like on like a bootleg, like it had been out. <laughs> Apparently, it just came out like the week before. So, you know, I watched it, whatever, and I just kind of fell in love with it. Uh, I think my favorite scene from there is when Cam is in the uh, is in there showing people the sex tape. And he was like, once I hit her with my duck. <laughs> the ducky. <laughs> right, Cam was wild in that movie, man. But um, I think everybody wants to uh, find somebody they relate to in there. And I have a hard time. In between, like, I kind of see myself in all three characters in a certain sense. Uh, I mean, you you know what I'm saying? Maybe not as much Cam's role, uh, but Money Making Mitch is definitely, like, I mean, he's a staple. That's who everybody remembers, you know? So, yeah. it's a, it's just a great movie for me. I could watch that movie anytime. I was mad when they took it off of Netflix for a while. I think it might be back on there now. I'm not going to lie. I watched that movie for the first time two years ago. And you loved it. I would say love it. I mean, it was it was a movie. I don't wouldn't mind watching it again. But <laughs> one of my favorite scenes is when um, I forget his name. Um, the guy that physician H. Bookie took kind of in the hood. Uh, what was the dude with the glasses? Oh, his uh, his brother in law. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he went to <laughs> he went up there. He went to the room and he scratched his eyes. Through the glasses. The glasses had no lens in them. <laughs> I was like, okay, you just gonna scratch your you gonna scratch your eye through the lens. I mean through the frames. And I don't know why that, that part stuck out to me. Yeah, because I don't even remember that part. I probably seen that movie twenty times. I ain't gonna lie to you. Well, you know, me and my brother, we can pick out the parts in movies. One, we can quote almost every movie, but two, we pick out parts that no one notices in movies. I've never. Now I'm gonna. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Speaking of, when we gonna have your brother on? Um, we can have him on. I don't know. I don't have an itinerary of the guests we'll have on this show, but he's definitely going to be one of them. But um, are you afraid that Jeremy may be better at podcasting than you? He probably is better at podcasting. I ain't know. Maybe. What are five things that Jeremy's better at than you? Uh, crying. Uh, rapping, stand up, <laughs> crying while while rapping, <laughs> <laughs> crying while rapping. That's one. Um, he is better at. I think he uh, probably better at pulling women than you too. Yeah. 
I mean, the only thing he got over me is being light skinned. That's really it. And he's funnier. Yeah, but you know, all you gotta do is make him laugh. It, it, it's no levels to it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll put that one in the comments and see how the women react to that. I I think you might be wrong on that one. I mean, he's a rapper. He got groupies. I can't I can't compete with that. He don't have a young lady that he he's being faithful to. Or listen to this. That sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> man. So, yeah, I mean, man, um, so let's kind of get into the meat of what we want to talk about. Uh, uh, get in the meat. Come on. Come on, man. You got to grow up one day. You heard me? Let's look at what well, we've kind of been talking about movies, just staying in that same train of thought. Uh, I want you to to make a decision for me. Fresh Prince or Martin? Which one's better? That's another easy. Fresh Prince. Anybody that says Martin is... Martin is funny. It has its moments. It, it sometimes seems forced. But Fresh Prince, I can watch season one through whatever nonstop and laugh every single time. Like, that's, that's an easy one. So, it's closer to me than that. I think I still might go Fresh Prince just because... Fresh Prince gave you one for our generation. We grew with Fresh Prince, even though Will's older, he was yeah. still like they were going through high school or going through stuff that we were going through. So we kind of grew up with them. So it kind of tugged at that emotional heartstring, if you will. But and Martin was also more adult related than like stuff like we see we hear now on the show. Like, oh, I didn't know that that was part of it. Or I didn't know that's what they were talking about. Well, yeah, that if Martin was freaky and was trying to touch on Gina, so it ruined the whole last season. Yeah. But I really like that it showed the depth of Will's ability to act. Really, all of them. Even Carlton got into some situations. Yeah. Uncle Phil, rest in peace, Uncle Phil, for real. Um, <laughs> and you know, it just shows, it, it just showed, like, their ability to act and it showed some depth. Like even in the 30 minutes, it showed like it tugged at emotions. Like sometimes you might want to cry. Most of the time you were laughing. I would have to lean that way, but it's it's not as far as easy as you're trying to make it seem. Oh, yeah, it's easy. Well I mean I, I think I do think that Fresh Prince had far better actors. Like I do think that was more I mean I think it's further than than it seemed like as far as comedy, I can see it being closer. But as far as actual acting skills, I will give Fresh Prince the, the nod over uh, Martin. I would. Yeah. I, I, I can't name an episode that Martin had. I was like, wow. Like, I felt that. And I can name numerous Fresh Prince episodes. Uh, again, I think it's just an age thing. I think if you were a little bit older, you might lean Martin as well. Just because it would have been more relatable. But I mean, there are certain scenes like when Martin's walking around uh, with that toy dog and he, he's a, attacking people with it or when his quote-unquote son shows up and is like, I just didn't want to go to Arizona, Martin. <laughs> so, you know, it's stuff like that that sticks out about Martin, uh, and which Will and Fresh Prince have moments like that too, but Martin has a lot of quotables. Yeah, I, and I'm not I'm not saying quote, I'm just saying like moments in that show that you like, wow, like the episode when Carlton was being um, judged because of his lifestyle by the fraternity and then like when Will got shot and then when Will's dad left him, you know, it was like so many moments that you like, you know, that those emotions kind of, you didn't know what emotion, you laugh, you cry, like, you got everything with, with Fresh Prince. You didn't get that with Martin. It was like a, a, a pure comedy. Tell the truth. You When you watched the episode with Will's dad, you kind of didn't like your dad for a couple of minutes, didn't you? Oh, the hell with him. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my dad... My dad is my role model, and I'm like, I'm sitting there with him, like, yeah, why they don't want us? Meanwhile, my dad done pay all the bills, pay for some of my college. Like, what am I talking about? Speaking of that, so my brother had a song where he's like, <laughs> he's talking about how my dad, dad was a deadbeat and he wasn't there. And, what? You know, my family. So, <laughs> so we let my dad listen to it. 
He was like, what? He was like, he was like, man, I was just I was just rapping, you know. I was just rapping. It ain't true. <laughs> but he's like, I wish I could find that song. And if when I do, I'll send it to you. What but is like, wrong with Jeremy? Why, you, you why like, we, <laughs> he just made up a whole entire story. But I almost had me convinced that I didn't have a father. I was like, man, I was going to my mom, like, I appreciate you being a strong black woman, doing, independent woman doing this on your own. You don't need no man. Like, your dad is still supportive of y'all. Like, what is Jeremy still, talking about? To this day. To this day. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's a last when, when we let him hear that song, he was like, I mean, I won't say the word that my father said, but, <laughs> but uh, it was, uh, was kind of R-rated. Oh, man, that's funny. Well, yeah, I guess... <laughs> We'll we'll give it the Russell and Nick stamp of approval. Fresh Prince wins this battle. Uh, maybe <clears> next <throat> week we'll do another one and try to pit some more shows together. Yeah, we'll do something. Oh, you wanted this one. How judgmental. Oh, so, yes. So, you know, in the world today where you everybody looks down on people. So I just want to – I'm just curious of, like, Russell. When does Russell make a face at somebody? Like, when – how judgmental are you? So are you? Do you give everybody the benefit of the doubt, or do you see somebody like they look stuck up, or they look like you know they stink, or you know whatever? How judgmental are you? So I feel like you're setting me up on this because I'm just... you know <laughs> you've known me for years, and for some strange reason, people have this belief that I'm super judgmental. Like I've been told, like just people that I've met and just become acquaintances with, like they're not even like people I would consider friends that they consider, like they don't want to tell me what's going on or they don't want to, you know, tell me what they were really doing because they were afraid that I was judgmental, that I would judge them or whatever. And let me say this, you, (laughs) you probably know where I'm about to go, Mm -hmm. but I'm just going to say this one time and one time only. (laughs) I'm not judgmental because Surprise, surprise. I don't care. I don't care about your life. I don't care about what you're doing. I don't care what you have going on with your day-to-day basis. I don't care enough about people outside of my friends and family to be judgmental about you. Like, that's God's, that's God's job. That's what he's doing. My job is to, if I come across for you, to enhance your life in some way. If I can teach you something, if I can help something, if I can be supportive, that's what my job is. Other than that, I probably won't think about our interaction outside of in the moment. I don't care. Like I care about what my wife has going on. I care about what my football team is doing. My friends. I care about my, some of my fraternity brothers. I care about the people that I directly interact with. Other than that, man, I don't care. Like if I don't talk to you all day about it, if I don't talk to you frequently, I don't care. Now with that being said, that's on a more serious level. On a on a lighter note, if we're just gonna get these jokes off. First of all, I judge any man who doesn't know how to grill. If you can't grill, you pretty much like you might I don't even want to say that you should be a woman because I know women who can grill. So like you're just not you're non existent to me. Grill is life. Um I judge people, I judge grown men who can't throw a baseball. Like, I'm not saying, like, you have to have a strong arm, but if you look stupid throwing it, yeah, I'm I'm definitely judging you. Um, That's hilarious. I'm judging these people who are out there who say they don't wash their legs when they take a shower. That's disgusting. That's, that's a thing? No. Oh, you didn't hear about that? So these no. people, like, it's a, a real thing. Like, there are millions of people out there who don't wash their legs in the shower because they say the soap just runs down their body. That's not how any of this works. One woman got on, um, I want to say it was either TV or the radio, and said that, or maybe it was some famous singer. I don't know. I heard about it on the radio. But she said that she doesn't wash her legs because she shaves. And so she figures that the shaving cream does the same thing as soap. That sounds like some India Ari say. No, this was um, a woman. India Ari. This is the woman whose uh, ancestors came from the Caucasus Mountains. Well, um, that that's disgusting. So, on this grilling, what level of grill is is acceptable for you? Like, like what what do they have to like? What's the basis to say okay, that person's a man? 
So I need to be able to come over to your establishment, wherever you're living, whether it be apartments, whether it be your home or whatever. First of all, you should have your own grill or your apartment should have one, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you should have a grill and it's your domain. You should be able to control it. And also, I should be able to bring unseasoned meat over in three categories, chicken, beef, and pork. And you should be able to look at it, go into your kitchen, season it, and, like, cook it to completion. So that means, like, don't serve me some raw meat. Pause. <laughs> don't, uh, <laughs> don't serve it undercooked, have everybody sick. Like, you should be able to take raw meat, season it, cook it, and everybody enjoy it. That's what I consider being able to grill. Okay, makes sense. So could I show up at your house with a pack of chicken legs and you uh, take care of it? Uh, I'd be taken care of. <laughs> man, I'm going to have to teach you how to grill, man. No, you got to come down like, with grill lessons. I've, uh, I've grilled before, but it's normally like the, they've already seasoned and they like, we don't want to grill it. So like, I'll grill it. So, like, I went to get-togethers, but, yeah, I don't prepare the meat, pause. But I'm down. I'm down. Just let me know. Uh, I'll shoot up to the borough, and, uh, you know what I'm saying, we can get it cracking. Summer about to come up, so it's my shirt off all 2019, summer 2019, so I'm going to show up, my shirt off, and we're going to grill. If you... If if you get on this podcast one more time and you tell me about your shirt being off, I swear we're gonna box. I don't want to hear about your chest and your shirt being off. Well, you gonna be taking the L, so that's on you. No, you can't beat me at anything. You can't beat me at being the best person named Nick. Bro, you're trash at a lot of things in life. Bro, fight me. The only thing you better at me at is being a husband and being a father. That's it. I'm a better. Oh, uh, thanks, boo. Uh, so, <laughs> what do you, what do you judgmental? What, what, what will make Nick get in his judgment bag? I don't know, man. That fanny pack really has me judgmental. <laughs> it's just like you're not rocking with the fanny pack. I can't. I just can't do it. I mean, some things need to be left in the '90s, and that's one. I mean, get you a, a mini sized wallet or something if you got things like what do you have to carry in this fanny pack that you need? Like you have jeans that has pocket. I don't get the I don't get the math. So I, I, I can't I'm gonna judge you if you rock a fanny pack. I'm gonna judge you if you still have color contacts in two thousand nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who you are or how it makes you look. Nobody in this world should still be rocking color contacts. Um, what else? You know what I hate? That bright colored lipstick. Like I I'm cool with the red. But if your lips are like yellow or like blue, or like green, it annoys the hell out of me. That's because you're not down with the city girl summer. Man, I, I really hope they lose their vocal cords and just get a desk job or something. Yeah, that's what you say until one of them walk up on you. What I'm going to do with that? Because yeah. uh, the Bible say, you know. Well, when a man and a woman love each other. Exactly. <laughs> A lot of people sometimes consider me judgmental, but I'm more, I observe, I don't judge. You are, no, you are judgmental. No, I don't judge them. I observe their behavior and make a. Are we doing this right now? Who do I judge? <laughs> One of our uh, husky friends. I don't judge them. You can't judge somebody that's husky. Husky is husky. Like, <laughs> that's an observation that they're husky. <laughs> All right. You tell him how fat he is. That's not judging. That's a. A fact. <laughs> now, what? I mean, that's, that's I can't just a fact. And I think the funny part here is is that you truly have like you truly don't understand why somebody would view that as being judgmental. I don't see how you judge. Okay, beauty is in the eye of a beholder, but I see a healthy a healthy person. So and I'm not the only one that has seen that. So I'm not judging what I'm telling you. I'm trying to motivate you. All right, man. We talked about our friends enough on this podcast. Right? Anything else? <laughs> oh, that's it, man. That's it, man. Uh, I try not to judge because who am I to judge? You know. So 
I, I try to do – I usually do it a lot, but I try not to do it as much. All right. Um, all right. I've been – Pushing this segment back. Let's just gonna get it over with, man. Real quick, we ain't gonna stay too long on it, okay? All right. You've been watching the finals in it? All right, man, that was good. <laughs> That's good it. segment. Good talk. That's it. No, no, okay. Well, one thing, I'm not gonna talk about the finals, uh, because of you know, with the clay situation. I'll I'll, I'll wait till we'll wait till our next segment to really dig deep into it. But it was an interesting conversation that came up uh, with a group of my friends where they were saying, okay, no, I'm going to ask you, who would you rather have to on your team, Charles Barkley or Draymond Green? Charles Barkley. For the life of me, I don't know why they didn't answer that fast. Well, they did answer that fast with Draymond. And I thought it was just something I was missing. Well, why are you arguing with 12-year-olds? These are grown men our age. No, clearly not. <laughs> and they so, were saying easy. They were saying it was saying easy. And I was like, Draymond? I mean, Draymond wouldn't even pick Draymond. Exactly. Draymond is limited offensively. I mean, he's a solid defensive player, but so was Chuck. And Chuck was a better rebounder and scorer. I don't understand what we're talking about. Chuck is going to be mentioned is mentioned as one of the greatest players of his position, and he was undersized to play it. Yep. Draymond is not going to be mentioned as one of the best players on his team. He's not even the third best player on his team. He's not a top five player, or he is a top five player on the team, excuse me. Because yeah, if he's you, the fifth. Yeah, he's the fifth. If you have a healthy Cousins, he's fifth. Easily. Easily, like not even close. Like Draymond, Draymond got this hype riding because he was the third part of, um, of Clay and Steph. But you can go back and look. I've been saying it for years. Draymond is vastly overrated. Like, don't get me wrong. He's a very good. He's a heart and soul. And when I, when I say overrated, I'm just talking about from a pure basketball ability. But what he does bring to that team is intangibles. Like he's the one that makes them tough. He's the one that fires people up. So that's something that you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't measure that. So I get it. He brings all of that. That doesn't mean anything as far as, like, basketball talent. Like, you can't necessarily intertwine the two. Yeah, when you're starting a franchise, Draymond Green wouldn't even be in the pot of players you're choosing. So if it was a – if you can get everybody at their prime and just line them up, Draymond Green would not be in the top 100. <laughs> I, I'm not going to go that far, but I, get, I mean, I don't think that he's a top. He's probably not a top 25 player in the I, league to me. I'm talking about of all time. Oh, all time? Oh, all time. He's not even getting to come in the gym when we're picking teams. No. Yeah, so I just I just wanted to touch on that because I thought maybe I was crazy because I, I I picked Charles Barkley. And I was like, well, let me just ask someone else. And so, okay, that's all I need to hear. Bro, stop arguing with dudes who, like, leave comments under YouTube videos. <laughs> What's wrong with that? You don't like, share, subscribe? You notice this like, share, subscribe? It doesn't say comment. Like, if you're sitting around leaving videos under YouTube, like, video, or leaving comments under YouTube videos, I really think that you probably don't have a job. I mean, like, you don't have anything else going on in your life. Like, there's so many more interesting things I could be doing besides leaving comments under YouTube videos. People give away prizes. They're like, hey, everybody, this is my YouTube channel. I'm hosting a uh, contest for, you know, I'm going to pick a comment. So like like and comment, and I will pick a comment and give you a $50 gift card. You know, they have, have, you, have you ever won? I've never commented on anybody's YouTube page. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's weird. But, you know, I try not to judge. Something this thing is interesting. So who am I to judge? Yeah. Whatever, bro. What else? Uh what else you got? I thought you had the topic because I forgot to print them out. Oh. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna edit this. All right. So <laughs> topic, I'll I'll uh I mean I got the topics, but know that, it kind of works better. It does work that way, but I keep on forgetting uh oh it's on my phone. I can't go to my phone on this. 
Yeah, shut up. Uh, so, <laughs> two more topics, and then we'll get off of here. What's the two topics? So I can touch on one of them on on the transition. Oh, I was actually back into the recording part, but oh, okay. Well, start that was again. that was live, but all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, go. They don't work like that. Oh, <laughs> um, so Nick, so we briefly touched on the finals update. We'll see what happens, you know, as we go forward, but. Let's go Raptors. Yeah, whatever, man. Speaking of Raptors, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but uh, this is something we hadn't talked about. I don't know that you and I have ever discussed this. You're a huge baseball guy. Yeah. Big Tim Tebow and AAA guy. That's my man, Tim Tebow. <laughs> you also happen to be a uh, a football fan. Mm-hmm. You happen to like some team. I, I'm not really sure who they are, but E A G L E S Eagles. You almost misspelled it. You had to think about it. That's why I said it slow. <laughs> that would have been real awkward. <laughs> e A L. Oh. oh man, can we edit that? <laughs> hey, I know you. You let that fly. Oh, absolutely. You misspelled <laughs> Eagles on my podcast. Hold on. What? Bye. It's us. Yeah. Joint, bro. You don't even know the password to the podcast. I guarantee you, start with a P. <laughs> There's a lot of things that start with a P. That, that ends with a four. I mean, a lot of things. <laughs> it's actually no, but anyway, okay. Now, I really got to edit that out because you just gave everybody my password. But <laughs> so, but yeah, man. So you're a fan of the Eagles. Hmm. Both drafts just went by, or actually the baseball draft is actually going on right now. I don't know if it's going on or if it already wrapped up. I want to say it already wrapped They have like 30-something rounds. Yeah, but I know I- that they got into like the 23rd round last night. So I think there's a couple more rounds today. I could be wrong. It might have ended last night. But either way, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. You keep up with both sports. hmm So what do you think, baseball or football? If Nick. Lawrence is a created player on uh, on both sports, and they give you the opportunity. You're being drafted for either one of them. Which one are you going with? So, and this makes me think of the Kyler Murray situation. And initially, I was saying baseball all the way. He should do baseball. But I kind of sat back and think about it, and you made some good points. Uh, I don't know if it was on Facebook or GroupMe or something. But now in the long run, if you're a top-notch player, or I wouldn't even say top-notch. If you're a mid-tier to top-notch player in the MLB, you'll make more money and your career will be longer in baseball. However, with Kyler's situation, he was a, he was predicted to be a top-five pick. He, he actually ended up going number one. So with the amount of guaranteed money he got would be more than what he would have gotten if he would have went to the A's. He would have started out in probably rookie ball or uh, single A making $7,000 total. I mean, he would have got a nice signing bonus, but he would have not made nearly what he made to go to pro. So I guess it depends on what type of player I am. If I think I'm going to be a – you know, a first round or a top 10 pick in football, I'll probably pick pick football. If I don't think I'm going to be that, then I'm going baseball. So yeah. here's what here's what it really comes down to. It comes down to what position are you playing? I was just about to say that too because quarterbacks, one, are the most they, the most paid position. They also have some of the longer lives except for kickers. So but go, go ahead with your point. So, no, um, like, for instance, if Kyler were a – Let's say he was a receiver. If he was a receiver, he absolutely should have gone baseball, I would say. I need to look at the numbers again. But the way that it works out, if you took work in American sports, like, uh, well, between – if you just took baseball and football, excuse me, let's just put it like that. 
and you take the career earnings of like the the most highest the highest grossing people, A rise at four hundred and seventy million or something like that, right? Then the next person was like Jeter at like two twenty five, like it was ridiculous. Like he earned double, almost double what the next person on the list was, right? Yeah, yeah. And so then the third person was a baseball player, another baseball player, like five to ten million behind him. And then, like, three of the next four were, like, football quarterbacks, with some of those being people like A-Rod, who will have a no- – I mean, uh, excuse me, uh, Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, mm-hmm. who, who's going to have another contract. I mean, you got Carson Wentz, who just got $107 million guaranteed a couple of hours ago. Yeah, and he's only played, what, in four seasons, only played, like, what, 40, 30 games? Right. So, with – Here's the thing that people don't realize, and you know we're we're getting to our our baseball conversation for a little bit here. Baseball, it, Car- uh, excuse me, Kyler was only going to get four million dollars. Yeah, that's a signing bonus, right? Yeah, I mean his total contract was seven, I believe, seven million dollars. He's going to make that this year, and so what people don't realize is, yeah, they see these astronomical numbers that baseball players get, but that's the elite of the elite of the elite. You're talking about like those numbers that they're giving out that are above like two, like above really 200. You're talking about what would be Kevin Durant, LeBron James and Giannis. Yeah. But what a lot of people don't understand about baseball is once you're under a team, they have control over you. And well, you can't you can't hit the free agency. You can't do anything. Until- and that's my next point. So let's kind of break that down even further. And correct me if I'm wrong, but so this is how it's going to work. So they take you, even though you signed your contract, they take you and they hold you down in the minor leagues because the way that their contracts work is that they they control your rights, but it only uh, from the time you get into the majors. So depending on when they pull you up is when that time clock starts rolling. So you could be the best player in triple A, and they could hold you in triple A, and then they could bring you up year second half of the year. That year doesn't count towards your year of service. It's actually they have it's actually like I think it's it's something stupid. It's like two weeks into the season, but after that, it doesn't count. Like you get another year of control. And so after that goes, I believe it's five years of being in the majors. Then you would think, okay, I can go to free agency. I can get this money. Wrong. You get to go to arbitration, which means that they've been telling you how great you are. You've sold all these seats for them, hit all these homers. And then they're going to put an arbitration judge and tell the judge about why they don't think they should have to pay you. And how terrible you are. <laughs> and then after y'all come to an agreement, you then got to go play for them for another year or two. And then you can hit free agency. So you're talking about $7 million for the first four or five years or so, which, again, nothing to sneeze at. And let's even double. Let's say I'm wrong. Let's say it's $10 million, Or not. that's not doubling, but let's say it's $10 million that you've earned. Then you'll go earn, let's call it $50 million in arbitration. Sound right? Yeah, that's if you're – Good, you know, because right. what, what they do is basic. It's kind of like the franchise tag that they base it on your position, and then they also base it on your production. So you can go up to, to them and say, "Hey, um, I think I deserve ten million," and then your team can say, "No, based on your production and what you've done, you only earn five. You only, you know, worth five million. And then the judge can say, "Okay, you get six million. Right. So I mean, but that's basically how arbitration works. So. Yeah. Then after that, then you can get the major deal. But you're 30 at that point. So by that time, let's say you are one of the elite people in the sport, and they'll give you – they're probably going to talk to you an 8 or $10 million contract. That's going to be your last one. It's going to be $300 million, let's say, if you're elite or elite. So now you're earning $30 million a year. So your career earnings are probably in the range of $350 million. Or – you can come and get this contract that he just got and probably get two more $150 million contracts in your lifetime 
if you're a good quarterback. And this is the thing, too, that, one, he's on the Cardinals, so there's no expectations for the next 100 years. So all he has to do is just perform and be exciting and draw crowds. Blake Bortles got a fat contract, and he was trash. So he'll be pretty much – if he stays healthy and do what – you know, do 70% of what he did in college, he'll make more than he, what he would have made in Major League Baseball. Yep. I mean, and, it's, and again, it's conditional on what – you know, saying what position you play, where you got drafted. But if you're going first round the NFL as a quarterback, you take that all day long from a money standpoint. So, yeah, man, uh, long story short, if you're getting drafted in the first round in any sport, you absolutely are winning. Uh, but it's it's a lot more that goes into it. But, uh, yeah, man, I think that pretty much brings us to the end. I know that uh, you had a couple things you wanted to say maybe about your – uh, your giveaways and stuff that you want to talk about. So, yeah, well, you guys suck. This week, I only had one comment the week prior, so I ran the same contest, and I only had one person comment on that. All you had to do was tag somebody that served and just give them a thank you note, and you lint liquors wouldn't even comment. So, it's easy. All you had to do. Stop commenting on YouTube videos and just comment on my page. Whatever the post of the week is, it takes 30 seconds, and you can win a prize. At least you win a prize with mine. You don't win nothing on YouTube. So just keep that in mind. That's all. Just had to get that off my chest. Oh, Pop. good, man. Well, look, uh, have a, a great weekend, whatever you so choose to do. Uh, I'm actually going to be going and doing some uh, some work at my grandma's house, trying to help fix her uh, her flooring and stuff like that. So it should be a fun weekend, spending some time with my dad. But uh, anything you want to say, I'm leaving with a motivational quote. If not, when in doubt, just say you heard me. I think that was number five. Boom. That was it. The ladder of success is best climbed by stepping on the rungs of opportunity and ran. Y'all have a, a beautiful weekend. <laughs> Y'all have a, a great weekend. Y'all don't do anything that Nick would do. Y'all take care. Peace, love, hair grease, all that. God bless. <laughs>